You're listening to one of the sermons preached from Shalom Baptist Chapel, recorded at one of our worship services. Good morning, church. It is such a joy for me to bring uh, God's message to you this morning. Uh, I bring greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I bring greetings from uh, Impact Ministry. I bring greetings from you know, my family and all the staff in my ministry. It, I want to thank uh, Reverend Dr. Ayan for giving me this opportunity to bring God's word to each one of you this morning. I will not spend much time in doing the pleasantries, but I will go directly to what God wanted me to speak to you this morning. And the text which I have chosen for this morning's sermon is from Exodus chapter 4, from verses 1 to 5. I believe all of you, you know, will know the story of Moses. And uh, this story has really inspired me because uh, I have also been, you know, through this situation in my life, like Moses where I doubted myself, where I was not confident of myself, and yet God spoke to me and gave me confidence, gave me the strength you know, to carry on my life and my ministry. If you look at the text, you will find there you know, the conversation between God and Moses. And at one point of time, Moses tells God, what if people do not believe me? What if people do not obey me? And how will I deal with them? And God says, what is in your hand? And the entire you know, message for this morning is developed from this question. What is in your hand? Friends, I want to tell you that when God asks you a question, it is always for your benefit. If you look at the scriptures, you will find there are many instances, and I just want to bring, you know, two or three instances from the scripture about, you know, the time when God asked, you know, somebody something and how it transpired into something beautiful. And if you look at Genesis uh, 32, you will find there the encounter between God and Jacob. And, you know, in this situation, God asked uh, Jacob, what is your name? And if you know the story of Jacob, you know you will know that you know by his name and by his actions, he was a deceiver. You know he cheated people. He cheated his father. He cheated his uh, you know uh, brother, and and many people maybe down the line. But when God asked this very personal question to to Jacob, you know. Uh, the good thing about Jacob was you know, he was sincere. He said, my name is Jacob. I am the deceiver. And if you read Genesis 32, you will find that you know, God transformed Jacob's life then and there because he was honest with him. And his name was transformed into Israel, you know, the great leader of the people of Israel. If you also you know, read uh, the book of 2 Kings, chapter 4, 
you know you will find there the story of uh, prophet elisa and uh, you know that widow and uh, you know in this story you know you find that widow sharing about her grievances and she told prophet elisha the man of god and she said you know i am in deep distress and i am going to lose my children my sons because you know i am unable to pay a debt left by my husband and so you know i am in in a very difficult situation prophet elisha you know god's servant he asked the widow what do you have in your house a very powerful question and 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 the widow widow said you know i have a jar with little little oil in it and we know the rest of the story prophet elisha said you know you collect the jars from the neighborhood and uh, you know something beautiful will happen and we know that you know god filled all these jars you know with with oil and she was able to sell it and pay off the debt and uh, you know let in her sons you know remain you know with her the third instance you know that i want to uh, you know focus is from mark chapter 6 verse 38 and there also you know a very miraculous you know even happened and that was the feeding of the 5000 you know all the people who were there to listen to jesus you know were feeling hungry it was already late in the evening and so you know uh, jesus sends his disciples you know to you know look for something and the disciples came with very little you know in their hands and jesus asked the disciples how many loaves do you have and we all know the story there are only five loaves and maybe two fishes but when they gave it to jesus jesus blessed it and uh, you know the disciples were able to feed 5000 you know people with this with this you know few food stuffs and the story says you know there were plenty of leftovers so when god asks us something you know it is always for our benefit and that you know we can find from the lives of these people so let's turn to the life of moses the story of moses for moses you know his staff is his identity you know when 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 god asks uh, moses you know what is in your hand moses says you know i have a staff and that was his identity that was the shepherd's rod they use it you know to tend the sheep and you know when when you see you know people with this staff you know that you know they are from the shepherd community that was his identity and i believe that you know all of us have our own identity that staff that road was also his authority he uses you know this uh, staff to tend the ship you know under his care 
And I also believe that all of us, you know, have authority, power of some kind, wherever we are, whether it is, you know, in our offices, whether it is at home, whether it is in the school, whether it is in the marketplace, we all use authority, power of some kind. So you can, all, you, can, you can think about you know, what kind of authority that you have. For Moses, you know, it was the rod. And he used it to care for his ship. The third thing about the staff is that the staff was his security. It talks about his occupation. That is, you know, the shepherd uh, occupation. And also about his income, you know, whatever he gets, you know, out of his work. So it, you know, it was his security. What I want to tell each one of you this morning is, what is your identity? What is your authority? What is your security? You know, we find in the story that Moses was able to lay down, you know, his staff for God. And I know that it is a very big decision. Something, uh, you know, many of us you know, are not willing to do. And that's why we have a lot of problems in our own personal lives. Because we do not want to lay our identity, to lay our authority, to lay our security before God. Mind you, if we do that, God will do miraculous things you know, in our life. Just as he did in the life of Moses. Now, you know, as we go on with the story, we will also find that God tells Moses to throw the staff on the ground. Lay down your identity. Lay down your authority. Lay down your security. And I will make it alive. Huh? I will do a miracle. You know, that was God's intention. If you lay down everything before me, I will do the miracle. You know, throw it. You know, throw your staff means surrender your life to me. You know, there's a beautiful song. I surrender all. What a beautiful song. All to Jesus I surrender. If we are able to surrender our lives before God, God will do a miraculous thing through our lives and in our life. Throw it also signifies, you know, give your obedience to me. I believe the root word of, uh, you know, uh, obedience is listening. You know, are you listening to God? Is Moses willing to listen to God? I know that he was, you know, he was a man of very uh, less confidence. And that's why he used to, you know, you know, ask God so many questions. How can I do that? And how will I do it? Will people listen to me? But when Moses obeyed God, you know, God did, God did something miraculous, you know, through his life. And are you willing to obey God? Now, if you surrender your life to God, if you obey God's voice or obey God's command, you know, God will bring transformation you know that is the you know third uh, uh, point of uh, you know this section 
Through it also means transformation. You know, God changed that staff into a snake. And Moses was taken aback. He was surprised. He was amazed. Because he has never you know, seen you know, something like that. You know, you know, God used his power to transform that, you know, staff into a snake. And when God said, you know, you, you pull it up by the tail, it became a staff again. You know, if we are willing to lay down our identity, our authority, whatever power we have, whatever security, you know, that we are looking for, if we give it to God, if we surrender before God, if we say, Lord, I am willing to obey your voice, God will bring transformation in our lives, just as he did in the life of Moses. Now, if you move on further to uh, Exodus chapter 4, verse 19 and 20, you know, you will find that God tells uh, Moses in Midian that now you return to Egypt. You know, the people who are looking for you, you know, they're all dead. So now you can go back to Egypt. The, the scripture says, Moses, you know, took his family and then, you know, he took them to Egypt. And, you know, in that verse it says, Moses also took God's staff with him. Now remember, the rod of Moses now has transformed into the staff of God. The rod of God. You know, what a great transformation. And if you, you know, read the, you know, through this story, the book of, you know, Exodus, you will find that this road, the road which was transformed, did many miracles. One of the greatest miracles is the parting of the Red Sea and how, you know, it saved, you know, millions of people, uh, you know, from, 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 from the Israelites. And all miracles in the coming 40 years were done through this rod of God. It is still in Moses' hand, but now it is the staff of God, the rod of God. Now, if you are willing to lay down, sacrifice or surrender, you know, something before God, God will use it, transform it and do miraculous things, you know, with whatever you have given him. So I want to challenge, you know, each one of you this morning. What is it in your hand that you can give to God? Are you willing to surrender? Are you willing to obey his voice? Are you willing to be transformed? Now, remember, if Moses would have refused to give the staff to God, or if Moses had refused to obey the voice of God, or if Moses would have refused to surrender you know, his, his identity, his authority and security to God, 
what would what what would what would have happened? You know, I was just uh, thinking about a few things. Now remember, you know, if Moses had refused, who knows, Israel as a nation would not exist. Who knows, a nation would have been in slavery. For, for how long, I do not know. Thousands would have been killed in Egypt. Maybe we would have never heard of Moses if he had refused to obey God. Or the rod that was in Moses' hand, it would have just remained a rod, a shepherd's staff, ordinary staff. Moses would have remained just another person. But because he obeyed God, because he surrendered his life, you know, to God, God transformed him. Whatever he had in his hand was transformed and God's power and wisdom and strength was with him. With this, I want to conclude my short sermon. And I want to tell you, you know, if, if you also have questions like, like Moses and, uh, you know, he will start asking, Oh God, what if? You know, if I had, you know, money, if I had power, if I had this, if I had that, you know, God is going to tell you what is in your hand. Are you willing to listen to God? That's my question. What is there in your hand? You know, I am working with young people in, in, in Dimapur, Nagaland. And, uh, you know, one of the most difficult thing, you know, to, to tell young people today is that whatever is there in your hand, you know, you can use it to do something. Because they are so discouraged. You know, they have failed many times in life. I, I, I'm working with about three, four, you know, people. And I am trying to tell them that you can do something with whatever you have in your hand. But I think most of them are not willing to listen. I wish they also listen to God like Moses. And God will transform their life. It also happened in my life. When I gave my life to God, God transformed my life in, in entirety. I would not have been here if I had not listened to God, if I had not obeyed Him, if I have not given what was in my hand to God. I know of my own brother. And, you know, you know, I, I always used to tell him, you know, whenever, you know, I, I speak, you know, I will use your testimony. And I am doing that even this morning. You know, I used to tell that, uh, you know, he was the black sheep in the family, the youngest, you know, son, my brother. I am the fifth one, the sixth one. And he was into, you know, bad company. But when our parents died in 1988, he gave his life to God on, you know, our father's grave. He said, I will change my life. I will fulfill what my father desired to do in his life. My father wanted to be a, to be a 
uh, a free missionary. And today, my brother, he is a pastor of a church in you know, my hometown, Mokokcho. God transformed his life. He is doing wonderfully well. If you are willing to listen to God, if you are willing to lay down your life before God, you know, God will transform your life and make it something beautiful. May God bless all of us. Amen.